stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Happy Tuesday. Welcome into Scalzo and Brust across ESPN, Wisconsin. We're presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. I'm Ben Brust. He's Telly Hughes in for Greg Scalzo, Joshy DiMaggio, and 3-Nip Alex G running the show. I'm not going to lie. I'm in a very, very, very chipper mood. It was a beautiful day, and I got to play Lock LaBelle. The club at Lock LaBelle in Oconomowoc was absolutely gorgeous. The playing conditions couldn't have been any better. Tell you and I were talking about golf uh, as I was. Can I just be truthful here? I had to drive. I had to drive Telly to to see his wife yesterday because yeah. what had ha- what had happened? Gosh, now you want me to put all of her business out on the street? No, but. I will for you, Ben. (laughs) It's for the audience. I think this is great. Well, I don't know if the audience wants to know as much as you do, but uh, well, you already know. But um, so I had to drop my wife's car off to her, and uh, and she was at a seminar at Marquette University, and she forgot her keys at home, and so after the she had to wait until the show was over. So she. Ended at four, and we started at four. And there was nothing you could do. And there was nothing I could do. And so she waited patiently. Did she review her notes from the seminar? uh, (laughs) I think she just watched Sling on her on her Chromebook. Isn't that uh, what's amazing nowadays? Is like, (laughs) I, I love that I could go on a road trip, and whether this is bad or not, I'll set up my phone on like my dash, and I'll watch a sporting event. While driving. While now driving. Now, that sounds I don't know really, if you really, really want to say that publicly, but... Yeah, I mean... But you're but being if, truthful. But if I'm on, like, the interstate, and I'm in cruise control, and I'm just yeah. sort of riding... Open, open highway. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking not, like, in... <laughs> you're trying to justify... I'm tra- yes, Josh, I'm trying to justify TV watching TV while driving. <laughs> yes. My point is, Telly and I were talking about golf yesterday, and Telly, you know how I said I've been struggling? Today... I don't know. Today, today is a glorious day. I don't know because it was beautiful out or because I finally played well. I think it's. If, well, I'm, it if all, I'm not going to lie, it, it always could have been forty and and raining. If you played well, it was a beautiful. Yeah, it day. It was exactly. I think that's why I'm chipper. I want to act like the the added bonus is it actually was beautiful out. Right. Like the, like the conditions couldn't have been any better. Never like broke a sweat. It a perfect breeze, not too windy, where the ball's getting knocked down. Mm-hmm. Shot eighty today. 3842. Nice. Cool me, Joshy. Oh. Cool. Nice. You know what? I'll take I'll take the cool with the round of applause cuz I think it deserves both cuz your boy has been struggling. He's been in the in the low 90s, high 80s recently to get to the 80. Very very happy. But I wonder if Packer fans are as happy as I am. And shout out to Lock LaBelle again. Wonderful experience. If you haven't been out there, it's absolutely That's amazing. on my list. I've never played it. As long as I've been in Wisconsin, I've never played Well, it's Lock a great LaBelle. time to do so because they redid the course. They have okay. a, a great new uh, pub, the clubhouse area. You sit outside. You got the putting green. You can place bets, you know, putt yeah. all night long. Great spot to go out and golf. Um, so shout out to them for the hospitality and the wonderful golf experience. But... Right before we were about to hop on the show, 
uh, Adam Schefter. You know how we got Woj bombs? What's does Schefter have like a like a calling card? I don't think so. No, I don't think he does. He needs one. I don't think he for does. for being the football guy who breaks the news. Who's who other than Schefter breaks rap? Rap? Yeah, that's right. Um, but that being said, uh, Julio Jones signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and per Adam Schefter. Julio Jones drew interest from, amongst others, the Green Bay Packers and Buccaneers, but Tampa was more aggressive in giving its QB a new offensive weapon. Now, that being said, hearing that the Buccaneers were more aggressive, they already have a better wide receiving core than the Green Bay Packers do. They have Mike Evans, they signed Russell Gage, and you think about like their, their running game's very good. Why weren't the Packers... More aggressive. Like they're always every time this happens, we get the same response. Well, the Packers were in the mix. I'm sick of the Packers being in the mix. And you know why I'm sick of the Packers being in the mix? Because they actually have cap space. The guys that got the extensions from Brian Gutekunst to Russell Ball to Matt LaFleur. Russ Ball did a great job creating a ton of cap space when everyone was like, whoa, look how deep they are in the cap. They got $17 million in the top 10 in the NFL with money to spend. What do you have to lose? If if Julio flops, Julio flops. But again, it doesn't sound like it's money. When I read this, it's about interest and aggressiveness. And it sounds like the Buccaneers were more aggressive. And the Packers had money to spend. So now what are your options moving forward? An OBJ who's coming off an ACL, who I love OBJ, but that's not a solution for the near term. And so it's weird because I feel like Gutekunst has actually done a great job of being aggressive in spots. And he was aggressive in free agency when he first got here. But we're going to do the wait and see approach with the wide receiving core that we have now. Like I figured the more the merrier. The more, the merrier. So what if Julio doesn't work out and you you lose a little bit of money? You still have money to spend on the cap. For me, I wish the Packers were more aggressive. And Julio, 800-990-3776. That's the old National Bank talking text line again. 800-990-3776. Want to hear from you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. Should the Packers have been more aggressive in landing Julio Jones? Well, Ben, I this is nothing new. We this has been the thing for the Packers for the longest. It seems like they they stick to a plan, and once they come up with it, they do not want to deviate from it. And they've already put it in their mind that they were going to pretty much recalibrate the wide receiving core once they traded Devontae Adams away. And they had a chance to get OBJ when he left Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to do in it. in the mix. They had a chance to get Antonio Brown before he even went to the Raiders, not before he went totally crazy. I'm talking about when he left the Steelers. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, other more, I'd say, applicable examples would be Emmanuel Sanders, Will Fuller, which wouldn't have worked out. But again, yeah, it, it's yeah. year after year that there's a but guy in the mix, but they don't actually yeah. go through. And, with and it. they seem like they're okay with wasting money in other positions. And like you said, why not take a flyer on a Julio Jones? Again, why not? I'm okay with a flyer based off the situation that they are in and they actually yeah. have cap space to do so. Uh, 800-990-3776, the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Let's start with Eric from Milwaukee. Eric, welcome into Scalzo and Brust. Your thoughts? Hey, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, with the Packers not getting Julio Jones and a bunch of other free agents in the past. 
you know, um, from the NFL, but I used to live in Green Bay, and I think it might just be as simple as the weather up in Green Bay. You know, it's a little colder, and, I mean, what what is there to do up in Green Bay, you know? Look, and as for a guy like Julio Jones, you know, he's almost out of the NFL. He's getting a little older, you know, going Thank you for the and call. thank you for the call. I'll cut you off because I, I was thought I was talking to a robot yeah. at the end there with the with the connection. <laughs> um, look, this continues to come up about like the like living in Green Bay. I get that Julio's coming off of a hamstring injury, but I, I won't I won't do that. I, like he's an, he's a. NFL football player. He's title chasing. That's what I'm saying. He's at the yeah. tail end of his career. What, what is and this there to comes do in down Green to Bay? who wants you more. Win. Win. You have you can Aaron Rodgers. And you have a chance to win and, and play with a Hall of Fame quarterback. And if the Packers were aggressive, he could have played himself into the number one wide receiver, probably number two, but who cares? One or two? It's yeah. all up for grabs. Yeah, and it, and, it is and, all up for grabs. And he's on the back nine of his of his career. It's not like he's trying to find a city to go party in. I don't think he picked Tampa to say, you know what? These last few years, man, I'm going to go hard in the bars. So it's nothing to do with Green Bay. I think it has everything to do with the Packers brass and their aggressiveness in chasing these free agents. They haven't landed a high-price, high-dollar free agent. No one like Reggie White since Reggie White. And I mean, and who if they really went after, applied the pressure, and then they chose Green Bay over other teams? I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, the only example that comes to my mind in recent times is what Goody was able to do in his first year and bringing in Zadarius Smith. Oh, well, yeah, Smith. those guys. No, but but, but that, they aren't. I mean, they, they aren't the minister of defense. And, and <laughs> on top of that, it wasn't like all these other teams were clamoring over them. And I mean, and if they were. The Packers offered them a contract that they could not turn down. I mean, Zadarius got what fifty-five million or something. Exactly. Yeah, he, so. he felt wanted, and and the Packers were in a situation where, um, where they could have made Julio feel wanted and provide him with an opportunity to be like, "Hey, you're on the tail end. You're chasing. We know we're going to win the North. We know we're going to make the playoffs. You have an opportunity to be even more involved than you probably will in Tampa, if we're just being honest from a role perspective, and the Packers have the money to do so. Uh, you know it's bad when Appleman's mad. Appleman in the Orchard chimes in, 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Very upset the Packers not getting Julio. Appleman in the Orchard, another text. Back to, back-to-back text. You know when you get the back-to-back text from your girlfriend, you know she's mad? Appleman's mad. <laughs> when the details come out on what Tampa paid to get him, I think I'm going to lose it. Well, we shall see what those details are. Those are not out yet. We'll continue to monitor that. Go ahead, tell Did him. Appleman know that Christian Watson is going to start on the pup list as well? I think Appleman really would have been upset. Well, I, I have a feeling that, that Christian Watson is likely going to find his way Passing a physical. I hope so. Otherwise, what is I the mean, mysterious? You never know. Jason Wildey joined us a couple of times the past, on Friday and on Monday yesterday talking about how the last practice that he went to, Christian Watson was there. And then he lands himself on failing the physical. So what could have happened in, in the week to two weeks that Christian Watson was not there? We'll continue to take your calls. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Should the Packers have been more aggressive in going after Julio Jones as he signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's next on Scalzo and Bruss, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light.